This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. First, uh, why don't you... Uh... <laughs> so, I mean, we have had... Britt and I have meticulously planned out this show. And the we 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 talked about this for multiple days. Britt did insane homework to to catch up to speed both on like the Washington football team because we're going to talk about that a lot. The quarterbacks, there's news right. There's news we'll get to. Uh, all kinds of stuff. She also listened just to know what radio people do. How does a show even sound? And then we got we, like we both get here about an hour ago, and literally everything else everything has gone wrong. First of all, the Montez Sweat news breaks. Montez Sweat. He's going to be out four to six weeks with with, with a uh, jaw fracture. So we have to get into that, which we will plenty. Then Britt, that, I'm dealing with that. Britt walks in. She explains she has her own fund. Would you like to tell people what happened to you literally as you got here? Um, I was sideswiped on South Capitol Street. Coming up here, all excited. Nice little day. Real excited for this radio show. Been coming down to Nats Park for years, covering the team just as a fan before that. And... Uh, the day of all days that I could not afford to deal with a hit and run, I am in fact dealing with a hit and run. But you know I mean, what? I mean, seriously, like, I mean, obviously that would be horrendous. Anytime, fortunately, you're, you're, you're fine. Doesn't sound like your, your car is crazy problematic. But either way, still, regardless, this is relatively new for us. Obviously, if, if you are unfamiliar with us, we both, as Britt said, we both write for the Athletic. I cover the Washington Football Team. She's a, a Major League Baseball. Uh, national reporter who used to cover the Washington Nationals. We both do radio a lot on the other side of the mic. We're the people that they call to say, hey, what's going on with your various teams and the various news? Not this end. So, you know, you'd like to think we come in, we're going to get situated, not get thrown off kilter. Immediately, various things throw us off kilter. I don't even know how to, uh, off kilter would be describing my mood right now. By the way, I will just say, though, to make me feel better, as Linnell was uh, playing us in, he asked before we started, what music do we want? I was like, eh, I don't know, whatever you want. He, he without without knowing he instinctively knew that I like Guns N' Roses and threw on threw that on which which made me feel better even though I can't quite hear right now out of my 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 mic my, my ear my earbuds so that's part of the off kilter thing also so there's a lot going on we're, we're, we're going to figure it all out but we have a great show planned we have the sweat news as you mentioned uh, FP Santangelo will not return to Nationals broadcast in 2022 after a decade with Masson. Uh, the network said in a statement to The Athletic, quote, the broadcasters are selected by the team. Masson is working with the Nationals to identify his successor. Santangelo had been with the team for a decade. We're going to talk Nats, of course. We're going to talk Washington football team. We are going to talk Wizards. Dave, the great David Aldridge of The Athletic is going to join us at 7. We've got a little pro football focus. Trevor Sikama is going to talk about the draft. He's going to hopefully find us a quarterback for the Washington football team next year. Yeah, that's going to be – it's feeling more like Mission Impossible as the more I look into this. But, yeah, Trevor's going to give us the, his thoughts on this draft class, which has got some some talent but not 
not anybody who feels like the obvious one or two guys at the top like you'd like to see in the draft. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into all that and uh, and and a bunch more. Uh, but but again, you know, how are you? You you you're good. How are you feeling about your? Have you ever wanted to do this type of thing? Have you wanted to be on this side? Like, because typing, I don't think people understand. Like, look, I'm not complaining about our job. Our jobs are fun. But as somebody described it to me once, it's like I signed myself homework for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, I, I've done this a few times, a little bit in Baltimore. I, I enjoy this side because I don't have to brush my hair, put on any makeup. Same. Um, Same. You know, so I think all all the ladies can relate to that. I don't have to worry about that like I do on in in real life. Um, I enjoy it. I talk a lot. I don't really listen well, so this is the perfect medium for me. My husband will be the first to tell you. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. I'm just glad we've got some news. We've got the sweat news, which didn't cause me to break a sweat. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on. There's always stuff going on with this football team, whether they're good. Actually, I shouldn't even say whether they're good because they're never good. But last year was certainly something that gave us a lot of hope, right? That they were going to kind of build on that. And instead they've done the exact opposite. And I think, and I wonder from your perspective, Ben, was it almost a curse that they were good last year? Because if they had come in, really let the bottom fall out, and then they were having this kind of year. You could look for signs of progress. Instead, they're moving backwards. And so people like myself and fans are left wondering, okay, what is the plan here? Because instead of going and kind of climbing up the mountain, they got halfway, slid down, and maybe lost their way and ran out of snacks. Like I'm, I'm kind of wondering what's going on here yeah. uh, with the direction of, of, this, of this organization. And certainly we've got the ownership issues, and we're going to get into all of this and more and we want to hear from you what you guys have going as well in terms of, you know, where this team is headed, what changes you would like to see made. Uh, but I'm just kind of really confused and hoping having an expert here who covers this team day in and day out can solve some of these questions for me. Well, I'll just say this, like the Montez sweat news, right? So, if, like I said, if you didn't hear, uh, diagnosed with a, 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 a hairline fracture in his jaw that happened in the Denver game on Sunday out roughly four to six weeks. If, if if they were performing to the level of expectations, this would be a huge bummer because, you know, he's a, he's a dynamic pass rusher, a playmaker on defense. They built this team around this defensive line with four recent first-round draft picks. Instead, the news feels like, all right, well, they already have a bunch of guys out. It's been one of those years, so here's just another thing that's gone wrong for them. And that that that's sort of to the point of how the, how things have changed so dramatically from the start of the year when, yeah, there were a lot of expectations. I mean, I didn't know. I think a lot of us were like, maybe they're a 500 team, but with upside to be a lot more interesting because of that defense. And instead, it's been underwhelming, to say the least. The record's two and six. There's a lot to get into. Montez Sweat's injury is just the latest. Yes, there is a lot. And when we come back, we're going to dive into the culture, get into Ron Rivera, the interesting structure of this team moving forward. And, of course, will they ever solve the quarterback conundrum. So stay tuned, stick with us. And if you have any questions you want to give us a call, it's 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. Ben Standing, Britcher Rowley from The Athletic here with you until 9. We've got to continue to work with what we have. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. continue to try and grow with what we have and try and develop who we have. Because if we do have, you know, what we're looking for and we can plug in a guy or that guy does develop on our roster, then we're going to be fine. And, you know, whether they, the fan base stays engaged or not, it's going to be up to them. Um, you know, we can do the best we can. We will play as hard as we can and we'll see what happens. But, you know, we're going to show up every Sunday and we're going to try and give our best and hopefully win some football games and get their interest back. But, you know, that's all we can do. Scott, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's tough. It's hard. I get that part of it. But winning is really the one thing that fixes everything. Head coach Ron Rivera with some strong words about the fan base that certainly is starting to lose interest here a little bit. Richard Rowley here with Ben standing on 106.7 overtime here with you until 9 o'clock. Ben, you were there. You've, you've been around this team. How hard is it to still be a fan of this team because of everything that they've gone through as of late? I'll be honest. I think it's, I, I honestly don't even understand the people who are kind of staying with it. I mean, I grew up here. This was the team of my youth. Now, before I even took this job, I had already emotion before I started doing this industry, I should say, uh, when I was still a fan, I emotionally checked out because I could see early on where things were headed. And I don't know, often make good choices in my life. That was one of them. I recognized where, where things were going. And we mentioned at the top, because they finished strong last year and they have a lot of young talent and this defense was looking like a potentially really good one, there was some optimism creeping in. But a lot of people had already checked out, and you could tell even at the start of this year, before we saw how that it was going to be a two and six year, the fans were not all the way back in. The, the stadium has been half empty, ratings are down. You can see other metrics; things are not there. And yeah, Ron Rivera is right. Winning will fix a lot, but there's so I don't even know if winning it immediately will do it enough. There is so much baggage right now, and so much frustration and anger. I know so many people who gleefully text and call me to say, "Hey." I didn't watch a game, let alone read your story, because I don't care about this team. And that is very, I don't know how you fix that easily other than, yeah, you got to win 
but you gotta, you know, get rid of all this other crap, I guess is the best way to say it with regards to ownership. And how do you fix that? This this great, great sky that hangs over everything that happens here. And that's the part I think that Ron Rivera is up against. It's not just winning. There's just so much negative uh, around this place. Of course, another, I guess, negative bit of news here for teams that already got a lot of injuries. Uh, Montez Sweat, their starting right defensive end, out four to six weeks with a non-displaced jaw fracture suffered in Sunday's game. Uh, really unfortunate for them, Ben. I mean, how does this change things? We all know this team is going nowhere this year. They're not a team. They're not going to pull the rabbit out of the hat like they did last year for so many reasons. Uh, but what does this news mean for them going forward? So, by the way, have you ever had a uh, broken jaw or, or, or been around somebody that had one? No, but I saw here in the show notes you wrote altered diet, and I can only assume that means liquids only. I, I don't. I don't know for for fact. In college, my roommate uh, during the winter break had his jaw broken, and he came back and could only do that type of you know eat through a straw. And all I could think was, oh my god! And like basically, he was like telling me like if you like start like you know, if you had to you know, cough out or sneeze like that, it could be really problematic. I can't even comprehend living life like that. I like to eat. So just that alone would be a problem, but that seems crazy. I don't know if Montez Sweat has to get his jaw wired or not. In any event, sounds pretty painful. It's a big loss for this defense, but again, this defense has been underachieving to say the least. And the you know there's you, you, they can't afford to lose anybody. That particular spot though is pretty jarring. They almost have no proven depth behind Chase Young and Montez Sweat. James Smith Williams will come in. He got his first sack last week. He's a second year player, seventh round pick. He's at the moment. I'll just say kindly, he's a guy with some potential because he's young, but he's not. He's just not proven yet. They do have other depth along the lines, particularly inside. Maybe they move John Allen outside, put Matt Ioannidis in the starting lineup. But either way, for a group that needs things to start going right to start the second half of the year, this couldn't be. This this is the type of bad news they just cannot afford right now, and this is just how this year has been going so far. Yeah. It really seems like they caught a lot of breaks maybe last year, and that's just not the case at all when it comes to this team. But we have the Wizards, who are a positive bit of news, which is a really crazy line to say, right? A year ago, we'd have been laughing at this line, but the Wizards um, have been a team that has looked to kind of, they look like they have a plan, which is not something you could say about this football team. And we are going to talk Wizards with the great David Aldridge. We're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk Washington football team. After the break, we're going to get into uh, what has been the turnaround, albeit it's early in the season for these Wizards. Should you get on this bandwagon now? Should you not? Uh, stick with us, and we will bring in David Aldridge again. This is Britt Giroli here with Ben Standig. We are here until 9 on 106.7 The Fan. All right, welcome back to 106.7 The Fan. Ben Standig and Britt Giroli here with you till 9 o'clock. We write for The Athletic. Check that out. But now you're going to check out uh, the rest of the show here. We're This segment of the show is brought to you by MarylandHealthConnection.gov. Get health insurance you can live with for as little as $1 a month. You're covered for doctor visits, mental health care, and more. Enroll today to see how you can save at MarylandHealthConnection.gov. And, Britt, this is a big moment. We have a first guest on the, the show. Uh, this this uh, segment is uh, through the BetQL guest hotline. Be smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today and go to BetQL.com. And joining us now... 
He is the, the guy that all your kids know from their NBA 2K video games. He's also the guy who you can blame him or you can praise him. He's the one that brought us to The Athletic. He is NBA legend David Aldridge. Uh, DA, I appreciate you being the first guest on this uh, momentous uh, uh, episode of uh, 106.7 The Fan. I, it's The Athletic Takeover. I love it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Have some branding. Of course. Uh, thank you for having me on. Of course. Two of my favorites. <laughs> so, DA, I got to know. The Wizards are 5-2. and two. They yep. play Toronto tonight. It seems like they're playing defense. Are we yep. are we buying this team? What's going on with this team? They they are playing certainly much better defense than they have the last couple of years. Um, they are um, connected, as they like to say in the NBA. They are much more connected defensively. You don't see the the breakdowns that lead to wide open three pointers by the opposition. Um, you see good contests and closeouts. They're rebounding decently, not great, but decently. Um, but the main thing is that they're, they're not turning the ball over, which means the other team's not getting out and have a lot of fast break opportunities. And in the half court, they've been pretty solid. Not great, but solid. Better than, you know, better than they've been. And it's led to them being in And there is a league-wide trend, as you all know, that scoring is just down at the beginning of this year. Um, any number of reasons could be the ball, could be the layoff, um, people getting used to playing 82 again. Whatever it is, offense is down, and they're taking advantage of that, and they're in games. Uh, Da, as a uh, as a guy who used to cover the uh, the Washington football team, and still do, but you were on the beat, and you've obviously been around here. See if you get see if this analogy I've got works for you. When okay. the the football team back in the day, similar to now, but back then there was a drought at quarterback, and then one day they brought in Brad Johnson, and when they did this, I remember thinking to myself. Oh, I forgot what it looked like to see a professional quarterback out on the field. I had forgotten what it looked like to see one playing in the colors of the team I was right. I was paying attention to. I, right. I look at the Wizards yeah. now. The, obviously, they've had Bradley Beal, but other than him, the last couple of years, it's kind of been Bradley Beal babysitting a bunch of kids that weren't quite ready for prime time, and That's the right. other guys they had That's or whatever. Right. But now I see Spencer Dinwiddie, and now I see Montrez Harrell, and now I see Kyle Kuzma. And I look at this group and I go, oh, this is what it looks like to have other adults on the court, basically, for other professional okay. basketball players with Beal. And it, the depth on this team is so much is so much better than what it was. It, it's almost hard to, to, to fathom. And I just keep looking at this going, wow, this is a professional group out there. Right. And it's not and it's it's not just, you know, are they each have talents that they bring to the floor, right? That they think that they do well. But all the guys you mentioned. You know, KCP, vet. You know, Kuzma, young vet, but a vet. Montrezl Harrell, sixth man of the year two years ago. Spencer Dinwiddie would still be in Brooklyn, might be the starting point guard in Brooklyn if he hadn't torn his ACL. Um, played on a on good, competitive Brooklyn teams. So these are not just vets. These are vets that, that can help you win games. And so, you know, if you think about the type of veterans that, that they've brought in the previous two years, good guys, not bad guys, but we're especially known for being contributors to winning programs. And then you look at KCP and, and Kuzma, who won a championship a year and a half ago. It was in the bubble, but it still counts. Um, you know, Montrezl Harrell's been on the Clippers. He's been on the Lakers. He's been in playoff series. 
you know, Spencer Dinwiddie's been in playoff series. Um, so it's just different. They're pros. They're vets. They know what they're doing. They're not going to make mistakes. You know, and Britt, you know this with the Nats a couple of years ago. They had, you know, Jan Gomes, and they had people like that that, that they're veterans. They know how to play. You can put Howie Kendrick, guys that know what they're doing. They're not going to throw up on themselves in a big pinch-hitting situation on the road in L.A. in game five of, the, of, the, of a playoff series. In fact, they're going to hit the ball out of the park and get you to the next round. So those are, having people like that on your team worth their weight in gold. Absolutely, DA. And it seems like, and we talked about this a little bit last segment, but it seems like the Wizards have a plan for getting better. Mm-hmm. Now, now, they may not go out and, and you know do anything crazy or beat the heat or something like that, but they seem to have a plan, and they seem like they're trending in the right direction. Tommy Shepard, Wizards GM, certainly has made some really good moves. Yes. I'm wondering, when you look at this Washington football team, they seem to be trending in the absolute opposite direction. How how do you yeah. kind of assess what they've done, and do you feel like there's a way for the football team to turn this around quickly? Well, I mean, like 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 Ben said before, you get a real quarterback, everything changes, right? I mean, it's it's not complicated. Football football is hard to understand, but it's not complicated in this in this sense. If you have a good quarterback, you have a chance. You have a chance. You know, you have a chance to win games because you have a guy that can make plays, whether it's with his arm or his feet or his head or some combination of those things where things get tight. You know, you're on the road in Denver. You get two shots to score the tying touchdown in the last two minutes. One one off of, you know, just driving the ball between the 20s, which apparently is the, is the goal now, is to just, <laughs> just to gain yards between the 20s and not actually put the ball in the end zone. Because to me, I think getting gaining, gaining yards between the twenties doesn't really mean anything if you don't score a touchdown. So mm-hmm. um, they they had two chances of doing it, and they didn't come close either time. And I'm not putting it all on Heineke, but when you have a guy that just just struggles to make not just make the right decision, but then be able to execute on that decision throw into a tight window in the back of an end zone when the field shrinks and it's only 20 yards that the defense has to guard, your quarterback's got to fit it in a tight window. And he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. He can't do it. It doesn't mean he's not a bad – he doesn't mean he's a bad backup. He's a good backup. But he's a backup. And that seems rather obvious now. Um, and until they get the quarterback, I don't know how this thing gets better. Because you can coach it and scheme it, and you know Scott Turner puts a lot of different things in, and some of them I agree with, and some of them I don't. But none of it matters if your quarterback can't make the play, make the thing happen that needs to happen. And I know he's throwing he's throwing the backups. I get it; they've had a lot of injuries, but they're not always covered. You know what I mean? Like they're not always covered. Sometimes they're open, and they're not getting the ball. And until they get that straightened out. And I don't think it's Ryan Fitzpatrick either, with all due respect. I don't, they're not going anywhere. Nothing's going to change. All right, we're here in, on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Ben Standick, Britt Giroli talking to David Aldridge. We are all right for The Athletic. DA, let me, let me toggle back and forth here a little bit more between, the, between sure. these two teams. Um, you know, on the one hand, as we're saying, the Wizards are – Seem to be trending in the right direction. It's early in the season, but there's some positive signs 
to, to say the least, whereas the football team, clearly it's going the other way. But at the same point, yeah. we, we kind of understand how the NBA works, right? If you don't have one of the five or ten best players, or if not, or if not mo- two of those guys, it's pretty yeah, hard right. to win a title. Whereas on the flip yeah. side, if the football team were to this offseason, somehow I'd go out and get a legitimate quarterback. However that would be right. to happen, particularly a veteran, maybe they're able to turn things around quicker. So from that perspective, sure. if the if we're talking the goal is to w- win the title, whatever, contend, who is the which team do you think is in sort of the better that has the better chance to get there sooner than later? Oh, um, good question. Um, right now, I probably, I probably say the football team, and and here's why: because they do have some things in place, right? I mean, really, Ace hurt; he's out for the year now. That's a big blow, but you you would expect and hope that he would be able to come back next year and be decent. I don't know what's going to happen with Sheriff. My guess is he won't be here. Um, but Cosme looks like he's legit. The offensive line hasn't been the issue. I mean, they don't run it. They don't run especially well, but they don't try to run either. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, so I don't think that's the issue. Defensively, they're not what they, what we all thought they would be, but they've been better the last few weeks. Right. And so, you know, you just like to think that maybe there's some upside there, and maybe it's not as good as we all thought it would be. But you know, they should not be last in the NFL in any in any significant defensive category. Um, so, and and then offense. I mean, they've got. I mean, I don't know if McLaurin's a one, but he's if even if he's a two, he's damn good too. You know what I mean? So you've got some things. Logan Thomas is pretty good. The Wizards. The thing. The thing with the Wizards. The reason why I'm not sure they can get there is I don't know. Even though they've got a bunch of good players, can they trade two or three of those good players and get another superstar? I'm not saying it can't. I'm saying it's hard. It's really hard. Um, it's not easy to get, like you said, one of the top 10 or 15 players in the league. They don't become available that often. And usually when they're traded, it's for a whole bunch of first-round picks and some young guys that have really big upside. And the Wizards, honestly, they're young guys. I don't see big upside. I see some upside with Hachimura and with Avdia and, and now with Kispert. But I don't see, like, wow, it's obvious that kid's going to be great. And somebody that is maybe in a rebuild would, would love to build around that guy. I don't see that on the roster. So can they get that – how do they get that next star to play – next to Beal, I don't know. I think it's hard. I think it's it's really difficult. Um, so it's not easy to get the quarterback either. Don't get me wrong. But if you want a quarterback, you can go get one. You have to give up a lot of picks. I would like to think this year would, would have proven to Ron Rivera, hey, you know what? We need to bite the bullet on these draft picks. Because, you know, as much as I would love to have another wide receiver or another guard, to replace Sheriff, you need somebody behind center. That's what you need. And if it means we have to give up two or three firsts in the next five years to get one, then that's what we have to do. Absolutely. Well, DA, thank you so much for joining us here on our inaugural. Sure. We're going to call it the Killer Bees because Ben's nickname was much worse. Ben, why don't you tell the <laughs> fine folks what you wanted to call it? Uh, I, I, in the Google Doc, apparently I wrote down Ben and Britt's Big extravaganza. I think I was having oh, it was in a yes, fugue yeah, state or something. Sounds I had, like yeah, a Pee Wee Herman movie. 
to yeah, me. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. By the way, has Soler's ball landed yet? I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, no, Jorge Soler's ball has not has not landed yet from the Atlanta Braves. That was just absolutely oh my God. clobbered. Absolutely <laughs> clobbered. I thought Soto's home run there a couple years ago was big. Oh, my goodness. Oh my God. I know it. It was wow. it was incredible. <laughs> Truly, the Atlanta Braves year. Obviously, winning the World Series last night in six games. It was it was just incredible. David Aldridge, we could talk to you all day. Richaroli, Ben Standig, thanks for the time. We are here until my pleasure. Yes, we are here until nine yeah. p.m. Right, Ben? Do you think we should start to uh, get people going with our question? Well, we should. Uh, the 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 question of the day is. What are the Washington football team going to do at quarterback next year? Will it be A, a new veteran, B, a rookie they draft, or C, one of the guys on the team? That is the question. you got to make the call. What are they going to do? What are they going to do, Ben? Well, I think we have to discuss that in the next segment. Oh, I was hoping you would have the answer for all of us. Well, make I, a few calls at the break. Let us know. I'll work on that. All right. All right. Well, thank you, uh, David Aldridge. I'm going to sit and ponder. He's got so many great insights the whole time. So, uh, again, we will talk about that. Let us know what you think the Washington football team is going to do. Are they going to go draft and force someone to play for them? Are they going to convince somebody to uh, to come in a in a trade? Are they going to convince somebody to come in free agency? Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Britcher Rowley here with Ben Standing uh, here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. All right, welcome back to Overtime. Ben Standig and Britt Giroli here from The Athletic. By the way, I don't think we've mentioned our Twitter handles. Twitter is, of course, the lifeline for any reporter. So you want to follow Britt at Britt underscore Giroli. That's a G-H and then a bunch of letters after that. I'm <laughs> at Ben Standig. I mean, as I said, you can follow us or you can subscribe to The Athletic and check out what we do there. We're going to talk at the next segment, so probably about 7.30. I think that's a good time to get into Britt's story about uh, what's going on with FP Santangelo and, and Ponder. With him being out, what does this mean now for the for the new Nats booth? Maybe consider some names. I'm sure Britt's got some thoughts. So we can get to that. Um, we were going to discuss here a little bit more as we teased in the last segment the quarterback situation. With qu- the question of the day is, what do you guys think the Washington will do at quarterback next year? Get a new vet, uh, draft a rookie, or possibly keep one of the three guys they have on the roster, or maybe more than one of the three, and go down that route i'm supposed to uh, probably offer an, an opinion here um but first of all Britt, do, do you have any what, what where are you at like with quarterbacks do you like when you when you get when your team who i don't even know who is your team do you have an nfl team i don't even know uh i'd prefer to not say because it's the detroit lions oh boy <laughs> <laughs> our producer's dying over here uh yeah so i really wanted them to get matt stafford i thought that would have been a great fit um was very disappointed when they didn't and then they just kind of like laid in the road and stopped trying. Yeah, I mean they 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 definitely made a push for Stafford. They offered a, a first and a third. I think they thought it was a pretty good offer, and I don't I think they were right. It was a weird circumstance. The Matt Stafford wanted to go to the Rams to play with Sean McVay, and the new GM with the Lions had been with the Rams. He was part of the group that drafted Jared Goff. So there was a lot of you know there was a lot there going on that I don't think sure. Washington could ultimately work it out which leads to then the question of what is what do they do now and there's a lot to get into we'll probably have to get into more later the problem is this the way i see it it's looking like a losing season they're currently two and six right so it's not looking great that would be two losing seasons in a row under ron rivera even though last year they ended up winning the division with a losing record if you draft a rookie which is a reasonable way to go they're at this point they would have a top 10 pick that's a reasonable way to go this is not a great draft uh, though it doesn't appear we're going to talk to pro football focus is Trevor Sikama 
uh, at 8.30 about the about this draft class. A rookie probably means another losing season, just being realistic, because that's going to take some time for that kid to develop. Even if he develops into a good one, that would be three losing seasons and that in a row. Now you have to hope that by the year four under Rivera that he's ready to be a legitimate, you know, a real boy, you know, so to speak, in the NFL, that he's going to be able to grow up and play. That's a big risk, which is why I think they almost kind of have to play the veteran card, except this is not a good year for free agents, and trading for one is not, you can't just snap your fingers and say we're going to do that. So I think they're in a really weird bind. If I had to bet right now, though, I'm going to bet they get a veteran from somewhere else because I think they're going to maybe feel some pressure to do it. That would be my take. I am curious, though, what the folks uh, out there think about it. Yeah, we got some callers. We posed the question again. If you have a thought, are they going to go out and get someone? Are they going to draft someone? Give us a call. Let us know. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Ron and Ashburn. Let's see what Ron's got to say. Ron and Ashburn. Is it Ron Rivera? Hello? No, it's not <laughs> Ron Rivera. But I did just drive by Redskin Park. So, um, you know what? Here's the, here's the reality of it. This franchise has a terrible, terrible reputation with drafting quarterbacks in the first round. Just look at the last 10 years. When you miss on a first-round draft pick of a quarterback, it sets the franchise back, I'd say, at least four years, okay? Um, and Rivera has had, has a tendency to build up, you know, this defense with all the players that, you know, they have, first-round picks. That's great, except by the time you get a rookie that's available to play and be productive probably, with, with you're going to be trying to re-sign all these guys on the defense and so I believe the defense will decline. So right. that's why they're going to get. That's why they're going to get a veteran. And unfortunately, I'm with you guys. They should have gone hard at Stafford. And I'm glad Ben. Ben, welcome to the radio. First of all, and I, I want to say I'm happy that you put it out there for why. Why I don't think Stafford was ever a possibility because I don't think he wanted to come here. And there were other issues which you just mentioned earlier before I got on. I wish you guys the best. Thanks for taking my call. Well, Ron and Ashburn, definitely appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, look, I think they're in a very weird bind. And this is the problem, right? If the team overall was doing pretty well, if if the defense had progressed the way we all thought, then bringing in a rookie could be a reasonable situation because now you're not putting as much pressure on that player. But since the defense has taken a step back and the overall team has as well, now you're coming into it appears, unless they have a, a major surge late, it appears that they're going to be an underwhelming team, and that would be a tough spot to play any rookie uh, in for sure. And that's part of why this is such a challenging spot for this team. How do you kind of know which direction you're going into? And by the way, Britt, we'll, we, we, we may have time to talk later. At some point, Dan Snyder is going to be coming out of suspension, either it's his own or not, uh, You know, whether it was a real suspension or not. When he does, does he interject himself back into the situation? He's been He's been off the grid since Ron Rivera's taken over, I think he probably stays that way. But if they keep losing, comes you know, back and says, "What's going on here?" Exactly, he may exactly say those words. What's going on here? That that would be amazing if those were his words. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be amazing if he just walked in and "Hey, what's going on here?" Hey, why are we still bad? My <laughs> question isn't whether they should get a rookie or a veteran. My question is why didn't they think about this until now? Rivera's heading into year three. I know he wanted to build up the defense and have the defense first. The NFL is about scoring points. It's about scoring more points than the other person. What really great team, and there's been anomalies year, you know, one year here, one year there, but what really great team that's had a successful, sustained run 
has had a subpar quarterback. It just doesn't happen. So my question, Ben, is was Rivera trying to buy himself a little rope and now they're going to go out and try to get a quarterback? Because you're right, they can't they can't draft someone. This team can't wait a few years. It, it I just want to know, was it a flawed plan or was this always the plan to buy him some time? You know, I we got another caller here. We got BJ in Reston. I'm curious to see BJ. You're on 1067. What do you uh What do you hey think guys, about this? Thanks for having me. And uh, I just want to say, uh, I found out the other day. It's kind of ironic, but uh, I was listening to the news the other day. Uh, I think Britt Henry's on another uh, like news show, and I'm very happy for her that she beat the uh, brain cancer. And I apologize if I'm messing up exactly what she had, but that was really refreshing. Uh, you're a beautiful person, and you're. In- I think you're talking about Britt McHenry, who is a uh, another reporter in town, but this is Britt Giroli, so Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's a whole other thing. All right, we'll talk about the quarterbacks. Maybe we'll talk about any woman named Britt, whatever we need to do in the next segment. Uh, we'll be back. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about Britt's story, Britt Giroli's story about <laughs> F.P. Santangelo out, what happens in the Nats booth. We'll talk more quarterbacks, all that and more here on 106.7 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.